In order to power the city, monsters have to scare children so that they scream. However, the children are toxic to the monsters. And after a child gets through, two monsters realize things may not be what they think. Welcome to the Walt Vault with Michelle, Andre, Louise, and me, Emily. We're a family-friendly podcast where we pick a new Disney movie each week. We watch it, share our thoughts, and then relate it to pop culture, fandoms, and anything else that pops into our heads. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to the Walt Vault, episode 32. Yeah! We did it! We're here. Uh, It's the beginning of Pixar Fest, so we're talking about our first Pixar film, Monsters, Inc. Monsters Incorporated. Inc. Incorporated. Inc. is the title. Um, We're really, really excited um, because it's summer now, guys, and we have so many fun plans for future months in summer, but it's Pixar Fest. Yeah. Pixar. So all month long, we're going to be doing Pixar movies. Pixar movies are great. Yeah, we're going to be doing some original Pixar movies. It's going to be great. Yeah, as opposed to those unoriginal Pixar (laughs) movies. Some are unoriginal. Copycat. Because here's a fun fact before we get started. Oh. Andre and I said, well, Andre said, there's 18 Pixar movies and six of them are sequels. Mm -hmm. That means that one third of the Pixar movies are sequels. That's crazy. Unoriginal. And I guess what? <laughs> We're getting two more sequels. Incredibles 2 and Toy Story 4. So that means even more than one-third will soon be sequels. How many Toy Stories do fact. we need? What? What? One-third of those sequels are Toy Story sequels. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yo, for sure. Maybe even Dude. half of them. How deep Mind does this blow. go? Well, Boom! No, half of them are... Just, well, because now there's going to be three Toy Stories. That's insane. Anyways, we're talking about Monsters, Inc. One of, what year? 2001? 2001. I think I was eight years old when this movie came out. My first impression of this movie is that it is such an original, brilliant idea. I remember seeing it in the theater as a kid. And um, I actually asked my younger sister for the DVD, like, to borrow this weekend. And she said that it's it went kaput because we watched it too many times. Like, it was all scratched up and messed up. <laughs> so it got a lot of use. It was a great movie. Um, it's still a great movie. They should never get rid of the ride in Disneyland. That's all I have to say. What's your first impression? In California Adventure. Uh, I love this movie. It's, it's great and hilarious and fun. And uh, monsters are cool. I feel like you, you know, that we'll get to it. Emily, what's your first <laughs> okay. impression? Yeah. Yeah. Monsters. Monsters. This is one of those movies that I've been wanting to watch since we started this podcast. Uh I've literally been like, come on, monsters, 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 monsters. And we finally watch it, and now I'm happy. But the sad thing is now that there's no more Monsters, Inc. But there's Monsters, You, which is also good. Sequel. (laughs) Also good, but it's a prequel. Okay, you're right. Well, it's it's our timeline sequel, monster (laughs) timeline, prequel. You're right. Yeah. But for for a prequel sequel, it it is one of the more original. I'll give it that truth. Luis, first impressions. How many prequel sequels are there? This one's the only prequel. But there will be Monsters U. All right, so um, I loved it very much. Actually, sorry guys. He had a soda burp. Yeah, I had a soda burp. It says share a Coke with Olga. Yeah. Share a Coke with Olga. So I really liked this movie a lot. Um, but it's weird because I went backwards. 
Well, not really backwards. Backwards in our time frame. Oh. Correct in, you know, monster time frame because I watched Monsters You first. Oh, okay. Ah. And then I watched this one completely. That's the thing because I did watch It's and Bits of Monsters, Inc., but not the full spectrum. It's and Bits. It's and Bits. It's and Bits. Kibbles and Bits. <laughs> and then, Canine so veggies. I'm looking at this movie in a different spec and I'm look and I'm, you know, not to spoil it for anyone, but I'm really paying attention to Sully. Sully in uh, college and Sully as an adult. Hmm. And that's just, that's what captivated me the most. I was like, man, I love Sully. <laughs> Sully is Mike great. Has some, has some growth. Mike. Eh. <laughs> Mike is lucky I'm a patient man. Okay? Oh my gosh. Because I, there, I was, mm, I could have not liked Mike. Sure. Well, but lo- either way, I love the movie. Then let's get into our character discussion. And let's start with Mike versus Sully. Cause I think we're going to have a lot to say about Sully, but I kind of have a lot to say about Mike. I don't think I've ever liked Mike more than I have this time watching it because Mike really reminds me of Andre. I was just about to say, I love Mike. Mike is the best. The <laughs> way it great. just it coming full ah. circle at the end where he does like stand up comedy to children. Like, come on. That's <laughs> a total Andre thing. Uh, yeah. If you guys are new listeners on my boyfriend, Andre is a stand up comedian. So just everything about Mike made me appreciate it more because he reminded me so much of Andre. Yeah, and he was bombing in front of that kid. <laughs> he was bombing. <laughs> well, it's funny because about? it was probably one of the best jokes where he was yes. like talking about <laughs> he was talking about how he was playing sports, but he and was I, the ball. And just watching, <laughs> just watch. I mean, sometimes when you're watching a movie with your significant other, you're reading them too. Like, oh, sure. things that they enjoy, you love seeing them enjoy it, so then you enjoy it more. So every time Mike would come on, or especially when he was doing that pop that thing back where it came from, more so help me. I'm so happy. Bum, 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 <laughs> bum, bum. And I look at Andre and his face just lights up. I was like, oh my God, I love Mike because Andre loves Mike so much. <laughs> like, I Mike do was love, great. I do you, like, you I like of, Mike. You are kind of a Mike Miker now. I wouldn't, I didn't, <laughs> is, <I'm right>? <laughs> I didn't think about it during the movie, but now that you're saying that, you're I mean, we, we both have another reason that we really enjoy this movie and we'll kind of get into that when the music comes. But th- this is one of our like coupley movies. It's, kinda, it's, it's a weird coupley. Movie, I love it because it's a it couple. Is. It's it's for different reasons, but it's a couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a weird reason that this. <laughs> we'll just say it. So we both wore these shirts to Disneyland. I think yours was blue because you were Mike and mine was green. Oh no, you were Sully and I was Mike. Right. And it and it had like the outline of them, and it said, "I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you," which is the song in the credit mm-hmm. song. And every couple has their couple song, and, and that's our song, which is so weird because it's about two best friends, but it's about us. But it's cute. Yeah. We're totally going to dance to that at Mike and Sully are totally in a relationship with each other. Yeah, oh, they they're are. totally in a bromance. And their relationship <laughs> is like totally us. Too, <laughs> yeah. so. after, after the commercial played in the very beginning of the movie when they when they saw themselves on TV, and then Mike immediately picks up the phone and is like, it's your mom. Yeah, did you see it? <laughs> it was amazing. We were well, both on the TV. And even like pats him on the shoulder and is like, Mike, because he feels bad, and Mike's like, I'm in a commercial. (laughs) I was on TV. Everything about their relationship is the best, and I think that's why I'm so excited for us to do Pixar movies, because as much as there's the lovey-dovey things like Up and stuff like that, it's about friendship, you know, right? And they are the two best friends that anybody could have. They're They're just compliment each other very well. They're bros. They're bros. Bromance. Monster Bros. One has one eye, one has two. Three eyes. So, three two eyes. bros, three eyes. Two bros, three <laughs> eyes. <laughs> That's fine. Stop. <laughs> Moving Mon- along. Monsters before. Uh, Monsters. 
<laughs> we can't do this every word. episode, you guys. <laughs> but Mike, uh, I don't know. I, I just have a little. And also, we went to Disneyland, and we did the Easter egg hunt. And I got the little Mike Easter egg because it reminded me of Andre so much. It was so cute. A little Mikey break. Which Wait. is hilarious because if you guys have ever seen Andre, Andre looks like if there's any character that Andre looks less like, it's, it's Mike. Mike. Yeah, why did the egg remind you of him? <laughs> no, his personality. Uh, Andre, okay. look, you just the way you're holding your microphone right now. And he's like, huh, he's tapping his You leg. actually do kind of look like Mike. Mike. Oh, my God. Right? It's so cute. If you were short and, and, and plump. You would be Mike. Round Andre. <laughs> He's definitely eye. not and a short little bit, plump. And a little bit more Jewish, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I see a resemblance between you and between Mike. Between me and Mike? But before I get there, okay. just know that I love you, bro. Oh, thank you. What's Go the ahead. resemblance? Oh, no. They have no legs. Your guys' arms and legs. <laughs> Chicken leg, Andre. Uh, artists, artists out there, go ahead and somebody draw me as Mike. That'd be great. Go ahead. I can. Don't don't worry. Oh, I got no. this, Andre. We're gonna do <laughs> this it. This isn't what I wanted. Em- Emily's gonna have to post a picture of Andre. Emily and knows me too well. Monsters Inc. shirts, <laughs> and then you guys can tell us if Andre looks like Mike. And then Mike will be wearing a Spider-Man T-shirt. Well, actually, what are you wearing right now? Uh, Batman, Batman and Superman, Superman T-shirt. Oh, okay, Super fine. Bat. Super yes. Bat. Yes. Super Bat. No, guys. So for, uh, my what, my two cents with uh, Mike. With Mike. He just sounds a little naggy. It's just <laughs> his voice. That's it. But you know it what? Is. I, I, that's why I said you know he's lucky. I'm a patient man because. Besides that, everything else, uh, he's pretty legit. You know, he's and, very and like, optimistic. Yeah. He's funny. He comes full circle. He's at motivating. The end, he's, he's really he helping looks, Sully work out. He looks always on the bright side of things, and he does. I need know, Mike at the gym with me. Their two, <laughs> their, their friendship is very awesome. And again, I can't look at this Monsters Inc. movie without remembering how Sully used to be. Yeah. And whenever stuff like that happens, it just makes me like Sully even more. He mm. is my. My favorite character. Is that why you're wearing a blue shirt today? You look like you are got a Sully theme going on. No, not really. Actually, that is a Sully-colored shirt. I didn't think about it, but hey, there you go. Yeah, the fate. So I I completely agree with you there. Sully was my favorite growing up, way more than Mike. I kind of was like, whatever, Mike. But like I said, as I've gotten older and have rewatched this with Andre, Mike has a place in my heart now. But Sully, everything about Sully is absolutely fabulous. His... Both of their character developments are great throughout the movie, but I will say that Sully has the best facial expressions just in his body language. Like the scene where he thinks Boo is getting crushed in the garbage. (laughs) His facial expressions there are absolutely amazing. And then, I mean, the last scene with Boo just makes you cry because Sully has such a big heart. He really is like a big fluffy kitty. Like Agreed. Kitty. He's amazing. And he, well, even, and he, he even had the most Randall good luck. Like, come on. Who does that? Yeah. He was a good dude and he had the most to lose and he was still willing, like very willing to give it up yeah. because it wasn't it. That wasn't the most important thing to him, which is funny because I know we won't we won't do it too much because I see us doing Monsters You as a, its yeah, own. We'll do um, it was its own episode. But it's funny because like L- Louis said, he watched that one first and the whole time he was like. It's so interesting watching this movie with them as adults in their real personalities, not right. like their their formed personalities. This is what people think of them. As. Right, yes. because in the other movie, it's almost the opposite. Yeah. Like they're, well, maybe not the opposite, but they, they're just... You feel for Mike more. Oh, yeah. yeah, definitely. So it's just really interesting to see like the the overall character development. Yeah. Um, and then obviously the continual character development in this movie as well. Oh, Sully is great. What do you like about Sully? I love Sully. Um... He's a great dad. <laughs> yeah, totally. And he becomes, he becomes a really good dad 
very fast. Like he mm-hmm. uh, takes control over this uh, three-year-old human girl that he thinks is toxic to him, and then you know after like uh, a light ten minutes of screaming, he's he's handing her a doll and laying out Cheerios for her and tucking her into bed, which is totally. so funny. Oh my god, the way they they literally treat her like a pet slash pest <laughs> at first, you know. And it's just Mike, hilarious. Mike is wearing oven mitts on his hands, his feet, and his horns. <laughs> and he has like that colon. Not it's not a colander. That Sully had the colander. Oh, thing that's right. Yeah. But, a, I was thinking of a different Mike outfit. Excuse no, me. No, no, no. But Sully. No, I mean, excuse me. Mike in that same thing had like the the strainer over his over eye. his eye. <laughs> One big strainer. That's so funny. Gosh. I think. This is such a random thing to say. It's one of my favorite things between them. But we're we're saying how Mike and Soli are literally in a relationship. And we forget that Mike is in a relationship with Celia. So yeah. he's is he taking though? her. <laughs> he's mean, taking her on this lavish date. He's on a relationship with her. Is she in a relationship with him? This is my favorite thing though. Is he's taking her on a lavish date for her birthday, mm-hmm. and Mike, you know, uh, Soli just storms in, yeah. and he's like, Mike, like I need help, and he's like, What the heck, dude? Like I'm on this lavish date, and as soon as he's like. Randall, he's like, "Ooh, sorry, Celia, gotta gotta, <laughs> gotta go, go talk to my best friend." Yeah. Like, uh. I wondered why they didn't just tell Celia. Like, was that really going to ruin her birthday and her date that they would have had to? Celia's a little bit crazy. I don't know if she would have believed him. She might have believed him, but like freaked out. Mike Wazowski, what are you doing to me? She didn't be- believe him. Like even when she did, when he did tell her, yeah, she was like, "What?" And then she saw the the kid and was like, "Oh, yeah," and then started screaming. But I mean. She works there. It's not like they're not all friends, right? Are they not all friends? I don't think so. Maybe he would. Maybe she would have done a twenty-one, twenty-one, nineteen, or All the snakes yell twenty-three, 23 19. nineteen. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't. Right. We, I don't think she. He needed that kind of Clearly craziness. Can't life. be trusted. <laughs> yeah, no. um, I will say though that Boo is probably the cutest little girl I've ever seen in any Disney movie. Oh, you mean Addie? Yeah, right, the hair. <laughs> the whole movie, Louie kept looking at me and was like, oh, is that it? Oh, is that it? No, seriously. She's so that was you. cute. Gosh. But I was agreeing with you. Uh-huh. The same mm. Mm. And one mm. of the things that I, um, Andre made this comment when we were watching the movie. I mean, obviously, sometimes Boo will say like, uh-oh, or something you can understand, like, kitty. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times when she's talking, you can't understand her. No, and at first, I was like, garbage. that's just baby talk. But I'm like, wait, she's three. She could talk. And Andre was like, I think it's because the monsters are speaking English. And no, so the monsters are speaking monster, and yeah. she's speaking English. That's why they can't understand her. Probably. Mm-hmm. I think that's why the languages are like, wait, what is and she saying? And then there's a slight yeah. overlap with, like, Kitty and... <laughs> Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski, yes. Yeah, she can say what he can say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Yeah, I mean, why would they both speak English? Right, yeah. They're I speaking different languages, I think. So maybe that's why the kid didn't understand him at the end when he was telling a super funny joke. Right. Yes. That too. So he was telling his mo- he was speaking yeah. in monster. And you got to do his- physical humor. When and then he a did his barrier. yeah he did his physical comedy and then like hilarious. <laughs> that kid was it. dying too. <laughs> that little look at that little kid was Andre and that's how he got his star. Mike Wazowski came into his room, told him a Is joke, that what happened? burped in his face, and then Andre was like, "Yup, stand up comedian." I right did there. swallow a microphone on my show the other night. You did. You guys are ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got this. You ready? Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Boom. Punsters before monsters. I think Luis just crickets. did finger guns at all of us. <laughs> Comedians. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of puns. Andre, Andre doesn't. 
over monsters at the end of the movie. I feel like puns before base. Anyway, I feel like puns <laughs> can be like a like an overused form of comedy? not so witty comedy. Comedy still. Or, I don't it do is comedy here. though. I don't do that many times. Hmm. I used to. That was dumber. That that you know when he was dumber. <laughs> you know, Lou, that was a good try. Not all of them <laughs> hit home though. In other words, no. we went. We went. I mean, I couldn't go in a room. And I think what is funny at the end is like they switch places, right? So Mike's in the room mm-hmm. doing all the stuff, and Sully's wearing a tie, like taking care. He's of assistant, him. yeah. So I mean, I could. I first of all, I would suck at scaring, and second of all, I would suck at making those children laugh while they're probably scared in their sleep. So more power to him. I you know what you would be? You'd be that guy be in Ross. the corner. Oh, you could be Roz. Paperwork. I was gonna say you'd be the guy in the corner that like runs to like push the button, like oh my god, right. Oh, the, like the one that wears the hat. And yes. Directs everyone. Yes. Like the, be that one. the foreman guy. Yeah. Did we mention Ross? No, no. We haven't got to the to We're still number on one. Boo. Yet. Oh, We're oh, on Boo, oh, okay. man. All right, all right, we'll Are we talking, done with we'll Boo? Boo. No, we need to ahead. get to number one. Um, I will say about Boo. She is a uh, savant at hide, hide and go seek. She's amazing at it. Oh, or, my God. Or she's a teleporter. I can't really. I I'm can't tell really the difference because sure exactly. she's legit. When she was playing with Mike or with Sully in the in like the bathroom stalls and stuff like that, she was <laughs> miles away in in Three, matter of seconds. Five, four. <laughs> and I'll have you know that I do that with all of the kids I work with at work, and they love it. Oh, I'm the sure the fee five fo fum mm-hmm. thing. Giant you got Yeah, you act like a monster, and you just got to do it super dramatic. And they're like, ah, ha, ha, ha. Oh, maybe I would be good at making kids laugh. I don't know. See, there you go. Yeah. I'm good at it. I'm sure you make kids laugh at work all the time. Oh, I do. So, so what are you saying? Right. I'm just saying in a stand up comedy sense, I would just have to oh. play with them. Yeah. Like I would go in the room as the monster and be like, "Y'all want to play a game?" And they'd be like, "What?" Well, and don't say I, that because then you could be like, Saw? I know, <laughs> uh, not really. I've never seen that movie. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. You said it just like him too. I mean, you just got to go a little lower, a little you creepier. Play but a game. yeah, you said uh, the exact thing you said. Anyway, <laughs> no, no <I> boo, <laughs> boo is the cutest kid. And I, I love, let's, let's talk about boo's character development. She's freaking terrified of Randall, right? She's yes. like, Randall right. is her monster. So I think the whole concept of, they match a monster with a human that's going to scare them the most. Mm-hmm. It's funny to me. Like, that is great. That's so original, right? Because if I saw Soli, I probably wouldn't be scared of him. But if I saw that thing with all the horns sticking out of him, I'd probably be mm-hmm. scared, right? So they're matching them. Or like the Freddy Krueger guy with yes. the fingers. Yeah, yeah that's the, scary. I'd be scared of that one. But I wouldn't be scared of Soli. Like, I just probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's scared of, like, this lizard thing, which is pretty weird to me because i'm not really scared of randall he just looks weird mm-hmm. but um well he can disappear though and yeah. then like appear out of nowhere which that's, is right. that's freaky but at the end of it or blended when she sees me. kitties in trouble she's like i got this and she just starts banging banging on the on the head with the baseball bat mm-hmm. like get it girl oh she, yeah she grew up real fast there well i think the cool thing with her is that she wasn't like even i guess as a kid you know what you're scared of and what you're not scared of. Yeah. And she was, she was pretty courageous for a two, three year old. Right. right. Yeah. Um, and I think part of the reason why she wasn't scared of Mike was uh, not Mike, excuse Randall. me, Sully was because when she went, he went in her room, he wasn't being scary. He was just being this right. big fluffy cat bear thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. And then Mike isn't scary looking at all. That's why he's not a scary. No. And then even right. like when they go back to the apartment, she, she already feels comfortable because it's pretty cushy. Yeah. And nice like Mike's bear 
I don't know if you guys noticed this, but looks exactly like the bear in her bedroom. So like yeah. it feels right. like everywhere but with she like goes, more legs. and this like, is huh. this There's is pretty confusing. Um, this is such less a, eyeballs. <laughs> a behaviorist thing of me to say, but she also figures out very very quickly that the monsters are afraid of her. Yes, oh very much. And so then she's just like attention seeking all the time, like boo, boo. Mm-hmm. when she's like in the restaurant. And they're like ah. And she's like, because ah, that's the cause and effect, right? She's mm-hmm. like, ooh, look at them. They're, she's oh, this is great. eating it up. Oh, she loves like, it. I was yeah. like, man, she's a quick learner. You mm-hmm. know, like, can't teach a dog new tricks. She, she learned that very quickly, which I thought was Oh, so I totally agree. She she wanted she wanted to see all the reactions of all these oh, quote unquote yeah. scary things yes. being scared of her. It's she quite hilarious. Like, ah. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. So I want to go to that sushi restaurant, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, Harry Housen's? I'm trying to eat some eyeballs. It smells good on that ride. All I'm going to say is that it looked like they were eating parts of the monsters that they were. So they were like eating each other. Mm. I was a little worried. It didn't look like real sushi. Right. Well, yeah. Mm. I mean, maybe it was like. Maybe it was fish. They have monster fish. They probably just eat the monster fish. (laughs) No, because humans are toxic to them. So it wasn't like people eyes. No, I'm just saying it looks like they're eating their brother. Like, Mm. hey, you want to play? I think they're eating monster fish. Monster fish. Yeah. We're going to go with monster fish. That's better than what I was thinking. Good job. Um. I kind of want to go back to this whole concept of just the original idea of this story is brilliant. Like you take yes, these monsters, good. which in our mind, we're like a monster movie. Like, how are they going to make a kid movie out of monsters? Right. And it had right. to be good. But the co- so the concept is they collect screams from children all over the world to power their city, which like. Okay, John Lasseter, like, if you came up with that, that's freaking brilliant. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's the most original idea ever. It was not Lasseter. It wasn't Lasseter? No, he did not direct uh, or write this movie. Oh. It was uh, Dan Gershon and Pete Doctor directed, and then uh, Jill Colton and Jeff Pigeon. Also okay, well, they're But brilliant. he was there in the, in the... Yes, yes, he's there. The, you know. the, he's the producer. Uh, yeah. Yes. But it wasn't his idea of monsters being... It's a brilliant idea. And then it comes full circle at the end that like laughter is stronger. So like laughing is stronger than fear type of thing. Yeah, like a happiness emotion is way more powerful. So brilliant. I love that. And just seeing the doors, you know, like once they're in the factory and you see millions and millions (laughs) of doors. I'm like, that has to be like the most intricate, like intense operation ever. 5.7 million doors in the door vault. How is that even possible? I wondered... When we first see Randall um, sneaking in at night mm-hmm. to get into Boo's door mm-hmm. to like boost his numbers or whatever, why isn't this place just a 24-hour facility? Why aren't they just scaring kids all the time? Is it because... At nighttime. Right. Is it because it lines up with our Earth time zones? I would say. And there's no way they could like get to a door on like a different side of the world. Well, because remember they were they were only like they would line up with the eastern eastern seaboard. But I wonder if like it could be um, because there were different scare floors. It could be that like different scare floors have different Different time time zones zones. because they have to be lined Ah. up with people who are in their own beds. Right, that makes sense. Or weird, right? Or it could be that. If they're a 24-hour facility, then kids are getting scared too often, and then the monsters become exposed. Yeah, I like that, too. Mm. I think I like I what like you that. said about the the scare floor. Like, I think their scare floor was the eastern seaboard, you know, but the other scare floors are probably different. Yeah. It's a of big, the world. Monsters, Inc. is a big building. That's oh, yeah. huge. It literally took up, like, half the town. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. I'm sure it's mo- mostly to accommodate that huge monster that was crossing the street earlier. For sure. So a couple other characters. I guess we got to talk about Scary Crab Face. 
Scary crab face. Water noose? Oh, water noose. Water noose. Scary crab face. His name face. is I think just he's... scary. Water noose? Ooh. Is he a crab or is he a spider? He's, is he a crab he's spider? He's a crab. Well, his eyes are... Yeah, I, 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 he, thought, I thought I got, a spider. I got spider from him. I'm going to look up what I don't get spider is. from him. I get crab. Well, because of the f- the legs. The claws and his hands and things look like crab. He wasn't that bad. At first, I kind of got the idea. I liked him He was kind of like a, you know, old grandfather, father figure kind of person that just was... Well, I think he—I think living. he would have been the one scaring me as a child. Like oh. he just looks scary. Well, to it me. sounds like he was like a super good scarer back in the day, and that right. like you know his dad may have owned the company. He was a scarer, and then he took over. He took over. Mr. Which I agree with you. He would have scared me the most out of all of those that we saw. He looks He's, freaky. Huh. He, they oh, put I together, would have had a spider type monster in my room. Yeah, they like, put in all kinds of like Emily's were fierce and made water news. And then, um, my, I mean that that suit. You know. ew, ew. <laughs> my my two favorite characters have to be the guys. I know. Yeah, I, yep, I know exactly who you're talking you about. It. The nerds, guys. Yeah. Are they voiced by the same the person? intern dudes? Because they sound exactly the same. Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I didn't look that up. They're so cool. Needleman and Schmitty. Both Needleman and Schmitty. Both voiced by Daniel Schmitty. Gerson, who is the screenwriter. So yes, same same voice. Schmitty. <laughs> which one is Schmitty? The skinny one? Uh, I don't know which no, one. No, Needleman has to be the skinny one, right? Schmitty's probably the fat yeah. one. The slug Schmitty. one. With the, the hair. With the hair that he puts on. Oh, my God. Oh, I love so you. Luis, Luis, did you like those two characters? Mm. <laughs> Well, I, I I didn't dislike him. I'll tell you that much. Oh, okay, that's good. I <laughs> so funny. I wrote in my oh, notes. Funny. I wrote in my notes. These two nerdy interns are the best, and I bet money that Luis hates them. <laughs> <laughs> I, love I don't them. hate them. They're just like I, I was kind of confused by them because um, how often do you have like college interns sounding like that? That is you what know? he said. He's like, I feel they like they should like be- they were fourteen. Yeah, right. he, but he thought they They're were just teenagers. shredding doors. That was their only job. It's so. like the mailroom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They so could they be 18. been like after school. Oh, yeah, 18. Yeah, yeah they were yeah. probably just super young. Yeah. Learning. That's what I was. And they knew that about. like Sully was the business. So they were like, oh, my God. Mr. Sullivan. My other favorite monster. And this is so, so random. It's <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, my God. Get it out. Get through it. took me with his laser eyes and shook me like a dog. He's like, it's true. I saw the whole thing. I was quoting that whole oh. scene. That whole scene where they're the big yellow nasty one with yeah, the yeah, eyeballs yeah. who saw when when the whole thing. When they're interviewing all the monsters yes, about, on. I literally quoted the whole thing because that scene is just so freaking. Pick me up and shook me with his mind power. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that, they did that perfectly in the ride too. Yes. Oh they, yeah, they have that whole. They obviously use the audio because it's exactly the same, uh-huh. and they have them out. I love being the ride. Recorded oh. quite funny. It's like a whole other story. I love the ride. Okay, so music is next. Guess who did it? Randy, Randy Newman. Newman. Randy Newman. This Gotta is his fourth Randy Pixar Newman. movie. Louis was like, <laughs> so the ending credits come on and they're singing, right? Uh-huh. So, and I didn't, we were, I wasn't saying anything. They're singing. And then he goes, oh, Mike's singing this part. Why is he singing with that dude? And I'm like, that's just John Goodman. And he's like, yeah, so he's like, no, it's. It's it's that dude that sings in the Toy Story movie. So I think in his head he was thinking oh. that it was going Here to be them. Because and of then, the style of yes, it, yeah. and then Mike just like jumped in. Okay, now pause. Since we're talking about the end credits, do you guys remember there being? Okay, yes. you're pointing because I watched all the end credits Me for too. this thing. Okay, there's oh a gosh, thing okay. that definitely happens at the 
end credits of this movie, probably in like a theatrical v- version no, or something on VHS, like that. VHS, probably. I don't know, but it's where they put on the the put show that thing where you came from. Or so help me, yes. show. But that's not it. It's that not wasn't on the, the DVD version. Yes, that wasn't in the end it credits. It is on that we the watched. DVD version, I think. Because I do remember watching that as a kid. Well, it wasn't in the version it wasn't, that I watched. No, mine they either. they do the production. Yeah. Yes. And right. so I'm like, Louie, don't turn it off. We have to watch. He's like, right. there's not an end credit. I'm like, yes, they put on the production of Put the Thing Back Where It Came From or Some Help Me. And it's so funny. And Great. we sat there the whole time and he's like, Emily, it's not here. I'm like, yes, it is. We're going to have to find here. it on YouTube oh, or yeah. something. Yeah. So, so funny. Because it's so funny. Because then they have to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Mike is so brilliant to even think <laughs> you and me, me and you, both of us together. Or what's it? What is it when he's in the? They do the put the thing back where it came from, and then when they leave, the she's out of our hands. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so. <laughs> reasons he reminds me of Andre because Andre does that kind of crap. So I'm often funny. trying to pass off my craziness as yeah, a if you think about And that's why we think you're funny is because you're actually very well like yes. hiding your cray cray. So this movie doesn't have any, you know, musical songs per se besides those little things throughout yeah. it or the end credit scene, which that song I don't think is like super, super well known. I feel like it is because it's Andre and our song. But if you like listen to that song it's it's so funny it's very god i love that but the but the background music is iconic is used often oh yeah Um, it's that jazzy yeah it's used in in the parks it uh, uh, like california adventure most mostly um and it was used in the um disney kingdoms game the one that's on the that's on the iphone um i remember hearing that and being like monsters inc um but again it's not like it's not there doesn't have any words or anything. Yeah. Right, it's just the yeah. score behind it. But it is but it's very... Oh, good. It is Pixar. It almost yes. sounds it's a, it's a good score. Yes. Like, it like fits with it so well. Like, a lot of times I feel like it sounds like monsters walking or something. Yeah. Like, it's so... It's so good. I love it. Very fun. <laughs> like Thanks, Randy where they're, where they're walking in slow motion into the onto the scare floor. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That was too funny. So funny. Isn't there like a... A spoof one where they all fall. Yeah, I think there were like some end credits. There was there were there used to be end credit bloopers. Like it it was the thing like Bugs Life where they were like filming it Mm -hmm. because there's one where they do that and they're like and they're like all that's what I was waiting for. I even thought that someone fell in this one. Were there bloopers at the end of Toy Story one? I don't think so. I think it's mm-hmm. Toy Story 2, A Bug's Life, and Monsters, Inc. that all have end yeah. bloopers. bloopers. Yeah. Well, the the version I watched had nothing, and right. I was very sad. We're going to have to watch it. We're going to watch it after this. Yes, we that was... Mm-hmm. All right, Emily. Mm-hmm. Take it away. Y'all. Is you know how many time? Easter eggs we got? Two and a half pages worth, and they're color-coded. Ooh, Ooh. color-coded. Color-coded. Orange. Get it. I'm so excited. Hold on. One is... No, the literally orange, purple, and green. We'll start with green. We'll we'll do all green. Mike. Green is like classic Easter egg type thing. So number, they're not particularly in order, but I tried to keep them like in some kind of rational order. This Anyhow. is when Easter eggs got intense, dude. Yes, early two thousand. Well, and this one and is Pixar. so in Pixar. It's Pixar insane. Pixar um, gets crazy with yes. Easter eggs. So first, when Randall is shown on the scare floor, the scares are all gearing up right after you were talking about when they all come Slow out. Na, I na, love na, that. Na, na, na. And they're all like putting in their teeth and they're getting all, rah, 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 right? They're doing all that. Um, 
what was his name? Fungus was was yeah, Randall's fungus. assistant's name. Fungus. Okay, yeah. so Fungus is pulling down the different backgrounds mm-hmm. for Randall oh, to change into. Yes, yes, yes. He changes into Andy's room wall. Pa- yep. Andy's uh, room's wallpaper. The, the cloud wallpaper. Yes. Um, he turns into that. I saw that one. Um, Nemo appears multiple times oh, wow. in this movie. Um, we see him. First time we see him, he appears in. Okay, so they're doing the whole chase scene in the door vault. Um, Mike and Sully are running around after him and everything. And when they finally banish him to, through a door, um, the door that they open is um, has Nemo inside the inside the room like you can kind of see inside the room and nemo's chilling on the wall like on a plaque ha okay there's a that's the first nemo um and then randall we then see him end up inside of um the room that he gets banished to and he ends up inside of the trailer um that we saw in first in bug's life oh right so that trailer exactly pizza planet trucks outside and the whole idea is that bug's life is happening down below Uh maybe not at the exact same time but that's where Bugs Life happened when they went to the city. Right. Yeah. I like really to think cool. it yes. at the same time. Right? All yeah. interconnected. I love it. I love that idea. Pixar timeline's crazy. Too. Oh yeah. <laughs> um in Boo's room, this is where we talked about most of the people know the the um, Easter eggs in this one. We see a drawing of a snowman with Mickey ears. We see the Luxo ball on the floor. We see a Jesse doll on the table and a Nemo plush on the bed. Yeah, she like hands them yes. to Soli. Then so she cute. starts handing them all to her and then you see them even more um like significantly, I guess yeah. they're all like their faces are there. Um, uh, we already talked about how Boo's bear looks like Mike's bear, but I thought that was pretty mm-hmm. cute. It's the same yeah. bear. Um, and that I got to stick with green here. Hold on. Okay. Um, the plane from Toy Story that allowed Buzz to fly around the room at the beginning mm-hmm. is up on the shelf of one of the rooms um, that I'm pretty sure it's the simulation room. It's up on oh, the shelf. Okay. Um, the 19, oh, the hidden city cafe that they walk next, like walk by mm-hmm. when they're on the street, Mike and Sully in the beginning, that is, um, an homage to, um, the cafe that John Lasseter and all of the people went oh, to. Remember they, we talked about it when they like, these yeah, they exactly. storyboarded like, exactly a couple in 1994. Um, they were working on Toy Story. They went to that lunch break and they went to the hidden city cafe, yes. which is really cool. We talked about I that in Bugs that. Life. Um, there is, this is the one I screamed about a second ago, you guys, there's a Dr. Whom themed door. It looks like the TARDIS mm. in the vault scene. And I have the picture oh. and I would have never noticed it. It goes by really? super fast. It has like the police box sign. on. Yes. It? It's so fantastic. Um, in this one's a little bit different in monsters Inc. We see Roz. We see our version of Roz, mm-hmm. but in monsters, you, um, there, they say that it's Roz. Um, there's like a little green monster with very pointy glasses who like welcomes oh. Mike to the school. And that's supposed to be Roz, supposed to be Roz, um, which I thought was cute. <laughs> oh, we'll get to Roz. Oh yeah. We're getting to Roz. Um, this is, I, I guess a, a type of Easter egg, but. Boo is singing Beauty and the Beast when she's in the bathroom, when she's tinkling oh. in the bathroom. It's a very, it's kind of hard to make out, but she is singing, right? Okay. Which is pretty cute. Um, in Toy Story 3, we see a toilet cover in the bathroom that looks like Sully's fur. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Gross. In, I know. In Brave, we see, um, we go into the old witch's house and yeah. they have yeah. all of the carvings. I think I remember this. There's a Sully carving. <laughs> yeah, I knew that one. And then we talked about this one in the Bugs Life um, episode, but there's the Chinese box that mm-hmm. is used in Harry Housen's is also used in A Bug's Life and is also used in Inside Out. Just so you guys know, right. once Bugs Land's closed and you can't smell the soy sauce anymore, you just got to go on Monsters, Inc. and then you can smell the soy sauce again. Exactly. So th- they 
That's pretty good. They use it in multiple places. Wow. Yes, wow. they do. So, so, Why do you so, think so. those are like two of my favorite things to go on? <laughs> How many Chinese boxes can Michelle smell? I like, I like the Chinese box thing. Take though. That's some like, Chinese food. Into but that's one of my know, favorite right? little Pixar like things is the Chinese box. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Guys, they have Chinese food in California Adventures. Lego. I know. It's not the same. It's not movie Chinese food. Yeah, it's not ah. eyeballs. I just want to smell it. Right. No, I want to eat it. Okay, so now we're moving on to orange, which are all of the retro posters that are in this um, movie. So oh. there's multiple retro posters for Disneyland attractions and um, and uh, areas, oh, okay. like different themed okay. lands. Mm. So first we see, not even first, I'm not going in order. We see the Astro Jets that used to be in Disneyland in Tomorrowland in the post- as a poster in the child's bedroom where Mike is doing a stand-up comedy. Oh. So mm. the little <laughs> the little yeah. black kid who's like sitting in the bed, you see the Tomorrowland totally poster behind him. Yes. Yep. Andre, I you're in bed. That's how we got his future. Whoa, that kid was me. Wow, I can't believe I told did you. That. Mike Mike is your Man, I was yep. I was ten years old when this movie came out. Gotta look up to Mike. Dude. Boom. Right? Bruh. Um, you see the storybook canal boat ride poster outside of the grocery store um, when they're walking <laughs> down the street. Gross. Um they have the sailing ship Columbia. Um, also inside of the com- the room where Mike's doing his comedy. Mm-hmm. During the chase scene, they go into the bedroom where Boo's like hitting the crap out of Brandel with the yeah. baseball bat. Um, you see a poster for the Flying Saucers. You see a poster for um, Frontierland. Um, and you see a um, poster for the 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea, um, the old submarine ride, when they're walking down the street in the beginning as well. well. That is so cool. Wow. I was like, dang, they're right. all of those posters. Can you imagine how movie. fun it would be to be an animator for Pixar. That's why you got to be in Pixar. I'm sorry. God. It's so cool. Um, another cool thing is that when they're walking down that same street, they go in front of an art gallery, um, and it says the Gallery de Dominique, and that's a tribute to the art director, Dominique Lewis, um, and the artwork that's in the um, window of that um, art gallery is actually early concept work for this film. Oh. So it's shown inside of that. That's cool. So cool. Yes. Um, another cool thing is that when you're... <laughs> this, this poor kid, his whole room is... Um, is just Easter, Easter eggs, eggs everything. Easter eggs. Um, the poor comedy kid. Yeah, <laughs> poor him. He has a soccer pendant on the wall, and it's for the Central Marin Bandits, and that's um, was is a team in the North Bay area in oh. California. It's it's a youth league. Luis is Luis shaking, is shaking Luis, his head. Luis no. knows everything about soccer. All times. Well, I, looked I researched it up. that though, and I couldn't find anything. They're the about Central it. Marin. It's the Central Marin Soccer Youth Program, but they could have been called the Bandits back in the day. Oh, okay, could have. Hmm. Or maybe they called it themselves. But the cool thing about that is that it's in the North. There's actually the soccer, uh, the Central Marin Soccer Program in North Bay, near very near Emeryville, where Pixar yeah. oh. um, created this movie. That's cool. Harryhausen's is named for Ray Harryhausen, a pioneer of stop motion animation. Right. Um, there's an advertisement on the magazine at the end of the movie. Remember where Mike's on the front, but he's yep. like covered by the <laughs> what is he covered by the, 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 the barcode? The barcode. And the back of it says "Scare Different," which is just like Apple's "Think Different" campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and instead Steve of that's so funny, just like Steve Jobs. Um, the third scare on the scare board is Ranft. 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 R-N-F-T. Ranft? Rant? I can't say it. Anyhow, Rant. <laughs> and that's an homage to Joe Rant, one of the most creative Pixar people. So they say. I don't know what he did, oh, but okay. he apparently is really, really cool. No scary. And I think that's it. That's it? You know oh, what? are you ready? Oh, yes. What? No. A113. Really? Nobody can find it. Not a single one. Nobody oh. can. I mean, I'm saying I couldn't find it, but I right. researched up the booty and no one can find mm. A113. Mm. 
Interesting. It's there somewhere, Very I'm sure. Interesting. That's amazing, though. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Wasn't that crazy? Yes. Yeah. Thank now you, you so want to go through and you want to watch all of yep. those little things now. Right. You know what I it's think? Nuts. You know how Pixar is in Emeryville and you like really can't take tours there unless you like know somebody mm-hmm. or there's some event going on? I mean, we're doing like a whole Pixar month. I think we need to, you know, get a petition together. We need to email them and be like, listen, we need to, we need to tour. What are you going to petition? That we need to tour their facility. So you're petitioning for free. <laughs> so you're petitioning for them to let us in for no other reason than we have a Pixar month. Yep. During their Pixar fest. Yes. Yep. I mean, all right. I mean, I'm okay. I'll start see. sending some emails, Michelle. Go ahead. Okay, uh, <laughs> Michelle's gonna get us into Pixar. Yeah. We'll, so we'll be there. the biggest Easter egg in this movie, boom, is that Roz. Is an undercover CDA. She is number one, zero, zero, one. Zero, zero, one. CDA, Child Detection Agency, which is freaking hilarious. Yes. Um, Roz is hilarious. I love Roz. Wazowski, you didn't turn in your paperwork. Roz is great at her job. Oh, she knows what she's doing. Everybody else sucks compared to Roz. And I love her. I love Raj. She's so weird. Like, she's a slug. <laughs> like, you're, she's supposed to be, like, a character that you don't like, but, like, you like her. You oh, know what no, I mean? totally love yeah. her. Like, you're not, you're not supposed to like the paperwork lady, but, like, you like the paperwork lady in this movie. And my favorite, favorite, favorite thing about writing the Monsters, Inc. ride is her at the end because it's, like, really a person in there. And then they talk to you in the car. Mm-hmm. And it's so great. You know what's hilarious about it, too, is that if you've ever worked at a place where you have like an administrative assistant or even like whatever you want to call the person office clerk front desk lady or whatever number one rule of being an employee is you better be nice to the office ladies oh they run the place office ladies really run the place and they know everything so i think it's absolutely hilarious that Uh she is an undercover office lady (laughs) because they get all the gossip man. they know everything that happens because they hear everything regardless of if they're supposed to hear it or not they know everything and i love that yeah listening i'm always watching Wow, you do that really well, Michelle. And, you know, did you practice? You know what was funny? <laughs> she did. Inside she my, didn't. I did not. Inside my Mike Easter egg was a Roz sticker. Because mm, oh. she's always watching. I'm always. That's watching. probably why. Yeah. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we laughed about that while we were there. Right. You didn't think that was I funny mean, at that time? Technically, Mike is always watching, too. Because he has one eye? Yeah, because he's just got one eye. So <laughs> open. I love when he sprays he himself in the eye. Did we ever see him? Does he blink? Yeah, yeah he, he does. Oh. He does. Mm-hmm. When so he his whole head blinks. He, he when, winks, he sprays him, <laughs> when he sprays himself in the eye with the disinfectant, <laughs> he's like, psh, psh, ah! ah! He's so silly. I like Mike's screams. You know what's really good about Mike, though, is that even though he always forgets his paperwork, inside of his locker, he has notes for himself to file his paperwork. <laughs> like there's little <laughs> sticky notes that say like, don't forget the paperwork. And so there's like three of them in there. You know, he just you know what, to not you. I thought about this because I thought it was Mike that stuffed all the stuff in the locker and then poor George got 2319 again. But it was Sully. It was Sully. Sully. Yeah, we're not Sully. being responsible. He no. just stuffed it in an open locker. Because he tried to flush it down the toilet, which rule, was also irresponsible. Rule to <laughs> but, self. Uh, don't leave your lockers open. <laughs> Put a don't lock on open. your locker. You guys you're going to get 2319 a lot. <laughs> a George. Lot. You want to know an uh, interesting production fact about Mike? Please. What? He originally was not going to have any arms. He was just going to be legs. 
but Ew. they couldn't animate all the stuff that he had to do correctly. He has to so flail, they though. To, He's they, a yeah, they had to throw some arms on there. And I appreciate it because there's that scene where uh, I think – it was after he escaped from Randall's like secret lair or whatever, uh-huh. and he's like running down the hall, and his arms are flailing yes. around. It's the best. I yes. love that animation. Well, and I don't know how would he have gotten the paperwork to her, and, uh, he's, and with his feet, I guess. And his fingers gonna... got smushed. Like all of the <laughs> good right. things about him work. have. Yes. Yeah. He couldn't have work. sprayed disinfectant in his own eyes. Yeah. This, this. Oh god. This so whole funny. script it went through a bunch of different um, iterations. Originally, it wasn't going to be like Monsters Incorporated at all. It was going to be. A human man in his 30s and he kept seeing monsters that he had when he was a kid mm-hmm. and they all represent like his fears and so like he had to this like is an inside out. he had to conquer his fears to get the monsters to disappear again and then they <laughs> they decided that wasn't as that's good. called midlife crisis <laughs> yes. that actually sounds like the new winnie the pooh movie that's coming yes, out it does. <laughs> i was just about to say sounds like yeah for robin yeah which i'm like actually very excited about very that. Oh my I'm, gosh. Ve- I'm excited about that because it has its own Luis turned on his mic to shake his head no. I want to let y'all know. He literally turned uh-uh. his mic on, shook his head, you turned know, his mic that, off. That's a story for another day. I grew up on Winnie the no, Pooh. No, no. that and, But it, that reminds me much more of right. that type of storyline yeah. than, than this, yeah, which I'm does. glad it took it this hilarious turn. Kind of sounds a little bit inside out. Yeah. Things in your brain. No, Winnie the Pooh, old school, that's all fine and dandy. No, nothing with your childhood. But that movie as a grown adult, that's kind of creepy. Oh, it's creepy. And I the first time I saw the trailer for it, I said, no, but I'm going to give it a chance because I grew up on Winnie the Pooh. And especially since I'm kind of bitter that my whole childhood um, take on Winnie the Pooh was shattered when I found out what it about was really the, about. But I think that's so cool. No, I know. I don't get me wrong. It's cool. It's just. I hate that it kind of, yeah. I didn't pick it up as a child. Well, you're well, talking about the, as a child. The, 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 um, the, disorders. the disorders. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, well, yeah. You're, you don't need to get that as a kid. That's that's not what it's the, the, for. That's not what I it's do, about, though. Do. Right. You, no, but that's not I, what I the story I, was about. I don't even know if it's really like what the writers intended. I think that's just it's an interpretation. Yeah, I don't think there was like... Yeah. Whoever wrote Winnie the Pooh was like, you know what? This is a disorder, and this is a disorder. This is a disorder, and they're all going to be fuzzy little bears. <laughs> <laughs> Please. But, I hope that's Luis, exactly what Luis, happens. I think it's time. Andre song. Dun 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 battle. All right, for this week's battle. I don't even know what the battle is. I'm excited. All right. Which father figures character's betrayal hurt the most okay. mr water news or the prospector from toy story 2 Ooh. Ooh. ready go whose father Did betrayed them more battle. no it's go ahead no 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 which father figures betrayal hurt the most mm. hurt who the most us who, who did it or affect him? more you know then water news and the, the characters in the movies mm-hmm. right. okay yes. okay Andre, go. Okay, let's see here. Water News, leader of a company. He's a nice guy, but he does have too many legs and too many eyes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's not his fault. He was born that way. He's a a nice man. He's trying to do right by his company. uh, Generationally. Generationally. And then you find out that he's been... Stealing screams from children for years or whatever. But has he, though? This is the way I look at the whole Water News sitch. I'm not saying he's a good dude. I'm not. But it sounds like they realized that they were in a shortage, and he said he would do anything to save the company. Mm -hmm. So for him, 
Randall came to him with this idea or maybe like steal a couple yeah, kids. Like, and- hey, I've got this idea and I think that if we do this, you won't have to do any of this other stuff. All we'll have to do is this. Right. And he was like not so fab on the idea and he he knew it was unethical for sure. Right. And so he like let it happen because he was in crisis mode. Mm-hmm. And once it happened, he realized that it was so over Randall's head. He wasn't right. like fit to do it and that he had gotten himself in too deep. Yeah. Now, that to me, I'm not saying that that's not bad. Mm-hmm. That's rough. Yeah. But does that mean he's like a completely evil character? Has he always been evil? I'm going to say no. Right. I don't think like he took over the company and was like, all right, time to run this place to the ground. No. By stealing children from their beds. But why do you have to pick a cute kid? He could have picked like some like Humpty Dumpty kid. <laughs> right. Like, freaking- any screams will work, <laughs> right? You don't have to pick the cutest kid on the planet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, the prospector from Toy Story. He wants to take himself, Jesse, Woody, and uh, Bullseye, mm-hmm. and take them into a, a museum where they will be preserved and cared for and, loved, uh, and loved by all the kids and people walking through the museum or whatever. And Instead of going back to storage? Instead of going into storage, because he has already lived inside of a box for... 50 years, wh- whoever knows how long, Hot how old time. Woody is or whatever. So Since black and white TV. Yeah, since, <laughs> since TVs were black and white and didn't have remotes, he's been trapped in a box. And three channels. Yes. So my parents old. So three channels. <laughs> Back in my day. Well, yeah, I got that to talk about. Um, <laughs> so his motivations, like Woody just wants to go back to his kid, right? Yeah. And, and, and it's messing up the prospector's entire Life, Life, basically. So he goes a little nuts, just a little bit nuts, uh, trying to make sure that Woody stays with them and they don't go back into storage. Because also, like, Jesse's going to go into storage, too. I think he cares about Jesse and doesn't want her to have to suffer the same fate that he has (laughs) suffered inside his box. So is he really evil either, So I don't think he's that evil either. Because he's just Stinky Pete, and he's, like, supposed to be the right, evil he's guy. he's supposed to be a bad guy. He's supposed to be the evil guy in the show, but he's not really a bad dude. They're all, like, friends outside of yeah. that, but they don't want to have to go back and, like, live in this awful dark... Live in the darkness. Eternal darkness. Yeah. I have my so answer. So let me get you guys back to the topic. Which betrayal <laughs> hurt the Which most? I know, but we're talking about how... to be evil for a Well, no, but we're, we're talking about how... Because I have to know how bad are. they are for it to be more of a betrayal, because the worst betrayal, or the worst... Like, if he's already bad and then he betrays you, it's like, eh. Right. Because, okay, so, like, for the prospector. You don't don't agree? For the prospector, like, Jesse and Bullseye, they discover that they could probably go back with Woody. Yeah. And all have a home. And the prospector will be perfectly welcome there, too. Yeah. But the prospector's already set in his ways about going to this museum. This is the only way that they're going to survive. This is the only way that they're not going to be trapped in the darkness forever. So then he goes on a crazy mission to to get them uh, back. And ends up in a in a uh, right next to a Barbie and ha- probably has a great life for the rest of it. Right? Let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> uh, Water news. He realized that it was bad probably when Randall approached him about this whole yeah. idea. You know, like he was like, oh, yikes. and I'm gonna. This is where I'm gonna. <laughs> but say, he went along with it in the yeah. defense of Water news. They really did think children were toxic and evil, right? Like, I don't think anybody was aware that they weren't toxic. So to him, like, even though the plan was, like, very morally unsound, to them, children are toxic anyway. So it was like, okay. But then doesn't that make his decision to let Randall kidnap a child worse? Because, like, he's, he's letting bring his employee a toxic to kill 
Like if you were going to go and get a virus that was like most likely going to kill you and your whole factory and then you bring it in right. just to extract something yeah. from it to make a better hole. That's pretty rough. Yeah. yeah, pretty bad. Like I think Water News makes overall poorer decisions than Stinky Pete did. I agree. Yeah, I'm going with Water News. Water well, News and betrayal it, is And it is seems worse. that like for the father figure for was for Jesse with the prospector. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really for... Woody, because he right. was like you, just some random dude. Yeah, but for Sully, Water News was definitely his, his boss father since figure. He got there, right? Probably mm-hmm. ten years or and so. And his mentor, because he said it. Even mm-hmm. he was like, "I'm doing the old Water News bow Scare truckle scar I thing." I don't know. Jump and growl. Jump and growl. Simba. I'm going to go with the prospector. Stinky Kay. Pete. Stinky Pete, because. Although, although um, Water Noose is really a father figure to Soli, I don't think Soli is alone. Soli has a support system through Mike. I think if Mike had betrayed Soli, then the betrayal would have been worse than Water Noose. But all Jesse had was the prospector at that time. Like she That's had true. been betrayed in her mind by humans and didn't have anybody. And she was stuck in storage and literally had nobody. So I think the betrayal from if you sing that right now, I'm going to throw this at you. Are you ready? Three, two. Thank you. Pete knew she could have a good (laughs) life. Yes. He was playing her. I think I I think that was worse. I'm going to go with Prospector. That that his betrayal was betrayal was worse to Jesse. Yep. Okay. I'm going to. Okay. You just you just swayed my vote. Okay. Here's the deal. Mm. If we're talking about betrayal to like social implications, water news for sure. Like he's just, he's going to like, he is going to run the company into the ground. Like, yeah, that's rough quickly. But for Jesse, I think you're right. She like, I'm really putting myself in her shoes. No, no, it's okay. If you have, if you have anyone with daddy issues out there could agree that (laughs) Jesse's got herself into a pickle, not her fault, but because that, that's, that's a real problem. Mm. So you know like what? I think if I was in Soli's shoes, like he betrayed me, okay. Like, yeah, the the world probably would have gotten ruined. But they fixed the problem. That's fine. I yeah. think if Mike right. had betrayed him, then I would have been like, Oh, that's cold. You know, yeah, but right. like if Mike was in on it, then yeah. I would have been like, Ooh. But I'm I'm still going. I'm, I'm going go with, with Prospector. You. I agree. You mm-hmm. go, Michelle. You swayed my vote. Okay. What about I, you? I think I'm still gonna go with water news. Um because you love your dad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> My dad is pretty cool. I know you love your dad. And, uh, it was a joke. <laughs> I just feel for Jesse. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's cold, man. She could have had a life. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he was like, nah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. No, thanks. Mm-hmm. It's this of the dark. What about you, Lou? <laughs> we got two Prospector, one Water News. Water News. I'm trying to <laughs> think back to Story Tory, too. Story Tory, too. But I can't remember instances where Jesse and the prospector may have had a father-daughter type of like interaction. It seemed more like, yeah, hey, that's you know, old man over there. And they're like, yeah, that's uh, you know, the young kid that keeps me in my shoes, you know? Sure. But like with Mike and uh, no, Soli and Waternoose, Waternoose is very much like supportive of Sully mm-hmm. and he looks up to Sully he, 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 he holds him in high esteem 
by asking him to come and give that demonstration because right. he could easily ask Randall. I mean, he's not the top scarer, but he's pretty up right. there. Yeah. He's number you know? two. And he's number like, two. Yeah. yeah. So Water News is very proud of Sully. Uh huh. And like, um, and I think he Sully, takes stock in that because he helped him get to where he is. Yeah. And Sully basically um, is very. It looks up to him because he wants to do his type of scare tactics. Mm-hmm. And if I'm gonna go a little bit on a tangent, not tangent, um, what if? You know, behind the scenes, Mike, we learned through Mike and, uh, and Monsters U that Mike and Sully do not go the traditional way to become to getting where they're at. OK, they kind of took the very long way, almost impossible way to get to the scare floor. Mm-hmm. What if Mr. Waternoose had seen something in Sully and since then brought him kind of under his wing and therefore nurturing that father? You know, son relationship. That's right. why I, I'm going on a tangent with this, but that's why I'm going to go with water news. Yeah. Well, I can agree with you too because I know I well, and I know Luis's. I know Luis's backstory. This villain's backstory. He um, <laughs> his origin story. Um, Luis had a really really good mentor mm-hmm. growing up, especially in high school, moving into his career, and who helped him get his first job as a teacher. So for him, the idea of a mentor is very very. Important and for right. me too. I think about my college mentor. Had he betrayed me? Ooh, I'm gonna call him right now and be like, "You betray me right now!" Uh, like, you betrayed be- me. <laughs> I just heard something. No, because <laughs> you know, you you develop these relationships and they see they really care about you. And I can see where where Louis is coming from. You know what? I think I think I'm really, if I'm being honest with myself, I'm choosing Water News as the worst betrayal because he sends Sully and Mike to a very cold place and I don't like that at all. Yeah, oh, man. That well, was cold. I don't think so. He does, though. He he uh, banishes them. Mm-hmm. That was cold. Yeah. There, and and he's without, like, I'm sorry about this, Sully, but bye. With, without hesitation. Yeah. There was no other option. Mm-hmm. He just let him go. Right. Ooh, I forgot about that. Peace out. And if you remember, too. So cold. He Andre much- does not like the cold, everyone. <laughs> we tried to go to the snow last year. Yeah. Andre said, hell no. no. Thank you. Water News also tells... Um, he gets mad at Randall and says, you messed up because you had to get rid of my best scare. Right. Which I, I'm kind of a little bit torn with that statement because I can't at that point. I couldn't tell if he was really attached to Sully and the father. I don't think son, he was. Or maybe it was just like, hey, you sent my best one out. I don't think Your he fault. was. OK, so we had three and one. Oh, right, two and two. One. Oh, two and two. Two and two. Two and two. That was a good one. Um, Very good, Lou. Very good. Nice. Speaking of banishment. Let's talk about the adorable snowman. The abominable. Now, nah, but he wanted to be called the adorable. adorable. <laughs> he wanted to be called adorable. He's he's pretty he's pretty nice guy. Very generous. Yelling, offering up uh, yellow snow to to people. So yeah, I don't know. I'm being eating no yellow that. snow. <laughs> it's lemon. He mm. says. <laughs> he made it outside. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Where he be getting his lemon from? Yeah, he <laughs> went outside right? and then he peed. There's no <laughs> lemon trees out there, snowman. <laughs> no. I love how they have an adorable, abominable sweets treat stand treats yeah. sweet treats <laughs> stand. I know. I can't wait to try some of that ice cream in Pixar Fest. I think that's very cute. I think that that was like uh, another very impressive idea that. Bigfoot and the Abominable Snowman yes. and all the monsters and that Lockness. we know of and Loch Ness Monster are all monsters that we know about because they've been banished from the monster world. So brilliant. That is That's so good. very good. So, mm-hmm. so, so. They've just been hanging out, good. getting seen. 
<laughs> getting seen. Scaring people for no reason, I guess. They're not collecting energy for themselves, are they? I don't know. No, it's because th- I don't think they're intentionally trying to get found. I <laughs> think just, people are finding them yes. and then getting scared off their own accord. And the yeah. bouncer's like, just like, it. leave me alone. <laughs> I got banished already. Like, how much more do you want to make? adorable over here. <laughs> That's funny. Just because my feet are big. Just um, your big. Do you have any interesting production? I do. Um, so yeah, so I had said how this went through a couple different uh, iterations of of the script before it got to where it eventually became. Like uh, after the thirty year old and his monsters fears idea went out the window, it became thank the Lord. <laughs> it became like a uh, uh, Sully who was named Jonathan at the time versus <laughs> Jonathan <laughs> versus, the monster <laughs> versus uh, Randall, who I think was Ned. Yeah. He was uh, a guy named Ned. And then um, Sully was going to have a sidekick who was going to be a, a human child. But at one point the child was like a seven year old who had like four older brothers. So she was like, kind of like crazy awesome and was like fighting <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like jumping around and ninja you know, seven yeah, year old ninja status <laughs> and then the? they were like you know what maybe it would be a better partner if it was just like an adorable little girl and that was and, and that's how we got to boo well that's good yeah <laughs> well that's good <laughs> uh, her name was gonna be um mary no boo is cute but her <laughs> name is mary yes but i'm glad that they don't call her that right we don't yeah. need mary. her real human name she can just be nah. boo boo Boo. 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 Let's yeah. do Addie's hair like that and the little pigtails. Oh, it's happening. <laughs> Boo. Now Addie can be Boo for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Like I said, 10 costume changes. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so um, that's about it for the production. That's very stuff. cool, though. Did you, did you, I'm sure you read this somewhere, but so Mary Gibbs was the name of the voice, the character. Excuse me. The voice actor. The voice actor of Boo. Mm-hmm. And she was two and a half when she was getting recorded yeah. to be boo uh-huh. and pretty much she didn't want to talk into the microphone because that doesn't make any sense for a two and a half year sure. old so pretty much like the director was like chasing her around oh the studio goodness. for her to get the line oh, to I get the line so he's like running around chasing after her and she's like just some guy with a boom mic just totally just, it over her just like running that around with hilarious. her to get the lines and so a lot of them are her just just playing just having a grand old time running around that's and awesome. that's i think what makes it so much more fun is that that's not like a eight-year-old doing like like no it's really a two and a half year old being a two and a half year old that's fantastic (laughs) i love that and you know this is really cool too andre talked about this i want to say when we did the toy story oh yeah it would have been done we did the toy story episode that billy crystal was one of the people who was looked at for woody Mm -hmm. and how he looked at it as like the worst thing that he ever did that he didn't take Mm -hmm. the role of woody obviously um because it was such a big hit so that's why he took mike like the moment that they immediately like the moment they asked him, he was like, "Yes," <laughs> <laughs> which is great because Mike's voice is—that's Mike. Oh, it's so Sully fantastic! Mike. And, oh, and he was, John Goodman. Billy Crystal totally was Sully. Billy Crystal was up for uh, Buzz Lightyear. Actually. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. Still, well, there way. you go. Yes, opposite. Gosh. But um, still, I think that's hilarious. How he was probably sitting there, just like seething. Ask me, ask me, ask me. Yes, <laughs> I don't even care what it says. Yes. I don't even care. And it, uh, this is the best Billy Crystal performance that there ever was. I, I think. And oh, honestly, for sure. This movie made so much money Tell that us. he's living. Money. He's living, dude. 
Give us, what give us the, the dollar dollars. So this movie uh, had a budget of one hundred fifteen million, which is you know n- n- nothing to shake a stick at or whatever. But Ooh, uh, more than I have. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but it ended up making with a cumulative worldwide gross of five hundred sixty-two million dollars over the course of its boom. Course of yeah, its they live in. Yeah, and it I bet like the money. animation for this must have taken so long because if correct me if I'm wrong, it's is it three D animated. Kind yes. of. Mm-hmm. Um, just thinking about all the hairs on Sully. Yeah. Oh my gosh. A lot of lot of new textures. Like I was thinking about it in compared to like Toy Story, which looks very good uh, even now when we watch it. But everybody's pretty smooth and. They got away with at. it because they're toys. I think. Yes. Mm-hmm. But like the monsters, they had to go all out tentacles, hairs. Claws, Everything and so is the worst. And there are so many monsters. Oh like, yeah, gosh, yeah. that must have taken so long. It was a it was a five year production on this. On I this appreciate movie. it too because I was reading something and I don't remember how many hairs Sully has or whatever. They had to like create create some kind of new um, computer program to be able to to synthesize that much hair, like we talked about in Tangled too. Right. And we'll talk about eventually with Crazy. Brave with two, her two million hairs on Sully. There you go. That's an that's absolutely insane. But they were talking about how like in the Himalayan part when he's out in the snow and you see his face hits the snow and, and then the you see all over yeah him. and you see all of the snowflakes in his fur. It was like like a million or something snowflakes yeah. to get in to make mm-hmm. it look real. Like oh my that's god. Amazing. The other thing that I really really appreciate is I feel like for this movie it would have been so fun to be a foley artist just because there's so many sounds going on in this movie. But one of my favorite sounds is Randall. Like, when he appears and disappears, it has, like, a very, like, like mm-hmm. a, like, like snaky vibe to it. Like his, like his scales changing. Ooh, mm-hmm. that must have been a fun sound to make. It's, like, very creepy. That was not it. We're doing perfect impressions. Mm. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, like, half parcel tongue. Creaky doors. Squeaky. No, creaky. Oh. Um, this movie did very well at the box office uh, as as i told you but it also um was viewed very well by by critics it has a 96 percent on rotten tomatoes yes it does a metacritic store of eight out of ten and i believe on imdb it has an 8.1 out of ten very oh, yeah. good. Very critically acclaimed very good stuff how can it not be it's so cute so what's your rating I don't want to go first. So what's your rating, Emily? Why do I have to go first? I'm trying to think. Okay, I'm going to give it a nine. Oh, okay. I'm going to give it a nine. Straight nine. It is great. It is funny. It is... There's no major plot holes. And if anything is even, like, slightly confusing, if you think about it, it ends up making sense. Like, they did a really good job with the writing here. The jokes are funny. Um, Even the jokes that fall flat it's like supposed to so it's funny do you know what i mean like the fact that it doesn't hit is very funny um because mike's saying it yeah i i enjoy like even the annoying characters like uh celia Mm -hmm. who's supposed to be annoying she's funny annoying right like and you can't wait for mike to try to get away from her like it's quite it's 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 just a really fun time um i was excited to watch it after we were done i was like yes it's so good um and I wouldn't have nothing if I didn't have you guys. So boom. Oh, thanks. Aww. Okay, fine. I'll, Michelle gonna... looks at Andre and I said it. She's like, oh, thanks, Andre. Yeah, Whatever. Song, that's why. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna... I said it. You can say thanks to me. I love you too. Uh, <laughs> she looked at Andre again. I love Whatever. You too. No. I love, um, I love anyone. I'm going to give it a nine and a half. Boom. Okay, boom. Pow. You. Boom. Oh, me. Oh, uh, that was fast. Yeah. Go. <laughs> it, it's just great. I, it's I, I don't know what else I could say about it. Boom. I am also going to give it a nine. I think the concept of this movie uh, 
is fantastic. Just the the whole idea of monsters working to get to get their screams. At one point in my notes, I wrote, "Their business is screams, and business is good," <laughs> which was actually <laughs> wrong. They 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 had accidents pretty recently, and <laughs> and they were in <laughs> they, a scream they, crisis. They hadn't reached their quota in a month, uh, but <laughs> but I, I love the whole concept of the idea, and it, it's it's amazingly uh, implemented in the movies. Fine, laughs are ten times more powerful than screams. They were mean that That's quota, right? Louise. Hitting it. I love that moral. <laughs> it's fantastic. Nine. Nine. Wow, we did ten. good with this movie. I mean, so they good. did good with yeah. this movie. <laughs> Thanks, we <did> Pixar. <laughs> we did such a good job making this movie, guys. A-E-I-O. That means you. Oh, you were singing the end. I get it. I was like, what are you doing? I have that song memorized. I love that song. It was the end of the song. Um, do we know what movie we're doing next? We do, because guess what's coming out this month? Oh. Boom. No, what's coming out this, this month? This month in theaters, Incredibles 2 is coming out. Boom. So we are going to be doing The Incredibles. I think this, this is the only sequel I've been excited for. Agreed. I've never been excited for any Pixar sequels until now. And you know why I'm excited? Because we get to meet Frozone's wife. Honey, <laughs> that's why I'm excited. It was so funny. I saw a meme, and I don't know if it's actually her face because we don't we haven't seen her face right. in the commercial. But someone like had a picture of what Honey's supposed to look mm-hmm. like, yeah. and they're like, exactly what you thought Honey looked like <laughs> is exactly what Honey looks I like. So great, as good you ever go to get. Um, yeah. So it, uh, if that doesn't sum it up for you, next week we're watching The Incredibles. We're so yes. excited. Not Incredibles too. We are watching The Incredibles. Woo! Um, but in hype. but in readiness for one of watching the best superhero the movies of all time. Yeah, it's straight up. As a superhero fan, is it's, it's the Fantastic Four movie <laughs> that we never had. Yeah, truth because all the other ones. Are this really was this bad. was a Marvel predecessor. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is what set the stage for Marvel. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> yeah, incredible. so we're so excited. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. So yes, um, yep. Come back next week. Hey, we all just wanted to thank you guys once again for coming out to bowling with us at Yosemite Lanes last Friday. It was super fun. Yes, we had so much fun. We had a lot of fun. Bowling, um, bowling, bowling. <laughs> We were going bowling, bowling, <laughs> bowling, bowling, bowling down the alley. Yeah. So if yeah. you if you enjoy bowling with us, uh, or if you want to hang out with us in the future, let us know, and we'll set up more future events for hangouts and stuff. Right? I mean, we like people enough. Yeah. 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 Just kidding. You guys are cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> in order to hit us up for all that bowling stuff, you can go to our uh, social media platforms. We are at the Walt Vault Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram is where all the action is happening. So hit us up there. Slide into our DMs. We will read your message on the show. Or you can send us an email to contact at the com. That's the way to do it. If you would like to support The Waltz Vault, there are a couple ways to do it. Um, number one, you can go to patreon.com slash Vault and sign up for as little as a dollar a month. And you can get access to our after show, A Crack in the Vault, where we talk about um, you know some of the more adult themes, aspects of these Disney movies. Yep. All that kind of good stuff. Or <laughs> if you don't want to do that, you can simply go to thewaltvaultpod.com slash Amazon, shop on Amazon using our link, and you'll get... Uh, Actually, nothing. You'll get you'll get whatever you purchase. We'll get a small <laughs> portion of. Uh, we'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. We'll, we'll get a small portion of your purchase at no additional cost to you. It's a it's a real win win situation. Yeah, I mean, you'll just get whatever. You'll you get purchase. whatever you buy. You know. Yeah. The it'll, reason I was it'll come in three to five days. <laughs> the reason I said 
yep after you said something about crack in the vault is every time it, we say crack in the vault i think of a butt crack therefore i think of a fart so i always want to be like what? crack in Man. the vault <laughs> crack in the vault no okay first off <laughs> no no <coughs> butts <laughs> No, <laughs> it's fine. We're sa- we're changing the theme song, Andre. Uh, there's gonna be more farts in it. All right. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> oh God. The, and the last way that you can help us out Stop. is simply by subscribing. The more you subscribe and leave us ratings and reviews, the more people that can see that our podcast exists and will listen to us. So that is the best way that you can help us out. Go to YouTube, Stitcher, Google Play, or iTunes, or any other place that you get podcasts. Click subscribe. Pull out your friend's phone. Click subscribe on their phone, too. That That's great for us, for all of us. Is that like kidnapping? No. Phones. No, phone you, you ask politely, hey, can I see your phone? And then you get into their iTunes and click subscribe on the Wall Vault podcast. That's the way to do it, you guys. <laughs> that's it for now. We will see you next week. The vault is now closed.